Welcome to Dear Runner Bod, the pod dedicated to helping you embrace your runner's body. I'm Serena Moriardi, a registered dietitian and body image coach who wants you to stop dieting and start fueling the athlete within. While I am a medical professional, the information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure. Now, let's start rewriting your body's story. Before we dive into today's episode, I have a big favor to ask of you. Please, if you have a moment, leave a review on iTunes. What this is going to do is it is going to allow the podcast to grow and reach more ears. And also, there's something juicy in it for you. Every single week, once you leave a review, you will be entered for the entire lifetime of this podcast in a weekly raffle. I'm going to read through reviews and I'm going to randomly pick one each week. If your podcast review is read on the pod, if it is picked, then you actually are going to have the chance to win a masterclass. You can pick whichever masterclass you want. They all are about a retail value of $97. I have one on body image. I have one on um, meal prepping, and there's many more to come. So you're going to get a free $97 value masterclass simply for just taking a few moments of your time to leave a kind review of Dear Runner Bod, the pod. Thank you so much for helping to support my journey as I help more and more runners learn to love and respect their body. What would happen if you started calling yourself an athlete? Like literally right now, pause the pod, go into the bathroom, stare in the mirror and say, hello, athlete. You're an athlete. I don't know. That might be awkward, but let me tell you why I really want to encourage you to start calling yourself an athlete. It's because there's a lot of incredibly powerful and positive mental shifts that you will have with your relationship with food, with your body, with rest, with training, when you actually believe that you are an athlete. Okay, so Before we talk about that, I want to talk to those of you who are sitting there and are like, I can't, I can't call myself an athlete. Like if you're like, I can't call myself an athlete because athletes qualify for the Olympics. Athletes run X minute miles. They run X miles a week. Athletes don't run walk. Athletes work out X hours a week, whatever narrative you have about what criteria you need to be considered an athlete, I want you to just like put it on the shelf for right now. Just hear me out. Just listen to me, okay? I want to really ask you, why are you afraid to call yourself an athlete? Why are you afraid to identify as an athlete, to claim it? What's going on? I have a feeling the reason you are so hesitant to claim that you're an athlete is because you're worried about what other people will think. If they hear you saying, oh yeah, I'm going to the track later. I'm an athlete. Oh yeah, I work out after work. I'm an athlete. I wake up at five and go running. I'm an athlete. You're worried what that person's going to think about you. 
You're worried they're going to think she doesn't look like an athlete. You're worried they're going to think, who does she think she is calling herself an athlete? Whatever. I understand. I'm not, I'm not dismissing how you feel. <laughs> I kind of want to say whatever, but I also at the same time want to get into this. I don't want to just like have my advice be whatever. I want to think about why this feels so paralyzing. Why is it so hard to call yourself an athlete when you're worried about what other people think about you? I don't want this to turn into like you shooting yourself. I shouldn't feel that way. I shouldn't think that. Okay, sure, you shouldn't. But at the same time, can we be really compassionate with the fact that we are biologically wired to be worried about what people think about us, right? If you think about, you know, back in the day when humans were traveling in tribes and they needed to make sure that they were a part of their tribe in order to not be, you know, by themselves, freezing to death, starving to death, all by themselves, out in the rough, rough world, It makes perfect sense that all of us are wired to want to make sure that we fit in, that we belong, and that we don't want to feel othered. So it is like very human and very normal for you to be worried about what other people think of you. Okay, like we have to realize that there's going to be part of our personality that is just wired by these like primitive driven beliefs. And we have to just accept that part of ourselves. So it is okay. Like I want to give you permission. It is okay if you're worried about what other people will think of you if you start running around the planet calling yourself an athlete. And at the same time, I want to say, hey, do you really want to be friends with somebody who's going to talk shit about you behind your back because you're claiming that you are an athlete? Like. I don't know about you, but if I had a friend who was going to be talking about me behind my back saying, oh, Serena thinks she's such an athlete, that's not really a person that I necessarily need in my life. Like that is not necessarily a person that I have a whole lot of respect for. What the heck do you care what I call myself? I'm not hurting you, (laughs) right? Like why, why does that matter? to this random person. So at the same time that we have compassion for the fact that it is potentially biologically wired into us that we worry about what other people will think about us, we also want to take a moment and pause and ask ourselves if that thought, if that worry is really serving us. And a lot of times, I'm sure there can be exceptions to the rule here, but a lot of times when we pause and we use that logical thought process of, do I really want to be friends with somebody who's judging me because I am crushing workouts and calling myself an athlete? Probably not. We probably don't want to be friends with that person. Okay. Okay. So I just had to say that. Like, If that's the thing that's stopping you from claiming that you are an athlete of owning that, I literally, I just want to say, can we choose to call ourselves an athlete for a hot minute here? Let's just talk about it because honestly, who cares what anyone has to say about you? You are not going to be excommunicated 
from the people who love you. You're not going to wind up by yourself in the cold, freezing to death, starving to death because you have decided to identify as an athlete. Okay, cool. So why do I think it's really powerful for us to start seeing ourselves as athletes? It's because a lot of times in our society, there is a whole lot of black and white thinking going on. It's like you're either bad or you're good. (laughs) And I always tell my clients, I don't want us being bad or good. I don't want us thinking in the black and white. I want us to live in the gray. The gray is where true, authentic health thrives. And when we start to identify with the persona of being an athlete, it becomes a little bit more comfortable for us to start to use tools like food, adequate food, adequate sleep, adequate rest to balance the intensity of our training. What I mean by this is a lot of times, whether you're a new runner or you've been running, you know, longer than me, there can be a lot of guilt and shame around rest days, around easy workouts, around eating too much food, quotations there, (laughs) a lot of quotations, okay, too much food quotes. And yet, if we were to pause and look at a professional athlete, what their training looks like, okay, yeah, they are doing, they are running a lot of miles, they are doing a lot of hard workouts, absolutely. But they are also balancing all of that stress that they are putting on their body with rest. They are spending hours on the couch, not moving, because guess what? They don't have a job. Their job is to go do their workout, run their hard workout, and then they come home and they sit on their butt. And they have professional masseuse. Is masseuses? <laughs> masseuse? Masseuse? <laughs> What's the plural of masseuse? They have massage therapists working for them, massaging their sore muscles. They have chefs feeding them, nutritionists, making sure they are eating the right amount of food, the right amount of calories, making sure they eat more. They have to prioritize sleep so that they can wake up the next day and do it again. Their life has tons of rest built into it, tons of the tools to support hard training. Now, I want us to now compare that to a day in the life of just the average recreational runner, right? Like you are waking up at the crack of dawn and you are running. You're putting stress on the body. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep last night. Maybe your kids kept you up. Maybe you just were doom scrolling. Maybe you just were binge watching Netflix. But you were not prioritizing your sleep because you're so busy all day working, 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 stressing, stressing, stressing that staying up all night, you know, It's the only time that you get to yourself to actually like do things for yourself. So you're not sleeping, which is stress on the body. You wake up at the crack of dawn and you do a workout, which is stress on the body. And then you come home and maybe your whole day is just crazy hectic busyness, right? Like packing the kids' lunches, 
grabbing a breakfast. Maybe you skip breakfast. Coffee is your breakfast. You run out the door. You go to your work. Your job is stressful. You're up to your knees in like emails and stressful calls and you're going crazy. And then, you know, you promised your best friend that on your lunch break, you would go get coffee with her and talk to her about her ex-boyfriend. And Like you are just, I'm just painting the picture of just how much stress is in your day. You're skipping meals. You're not eating enough because you're too busy or you're afraid of gaining weight. You're not sleeping enough. You're not stopping and pausing and like having a quiet moment. Your day is just go, 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 go. You go to bed. You don't sleep enough. You wake up. You do it again. Now let's say it's like a rest day. You wake up. And you don't go running because it's your rest day. How do you feel? Do you feel uncomfortable? Do you feel guilty? Do you feel like you're not allowed to eat as much that day because you aren't burning any calories or enough calories? Again, quotations. If that's the case, I just want you to compare that to the professional runner who is doing the hard workout, getting the stress in her day, but then is spending the rest of the day maximizing those tools of rest, giving herself permission to rest, giving herself permission to indulge in massages and peace and quiet, giving herself permission to eat adequate calories to fuel her performance. I always like to tell my clients that rest plus stress equals growth. The rest of eating enough, sleeping enough, taking rest days, running easy days easy, Plus the stress of your workouts, Uh, you know, a training schedule that has adequate mileage, adequate strength training, adequate intensity and speed work. The The rest and the stress, they are both essential to having growth, whether that growth is muscle growth, metabolic adaptations, performance growth, Whatever the growth may be, you know, the positive net gain of having you become the best version of yourself, the rest is just as important to this equation as the stress. And I really want to emphasize this because I find we have no problem. A lot of times we have no problem going out there and doing the workout adding the extra strength training in on top of the morning run and then getting the 10,000 steps on our Fitbit or Apple Watch, we have no problem putting all of the stress in. But we are not making any room for the rest, the tools that will support recovery, the tools that will support a healthy, calm nervous system, the tools that will support you feeling good in your body. If you are constantly just adding stress on top of stress on top of stress, guess what? You are not going to feel good. You're going to feel like crap because stress plus stress equals feel like crap. (laughs) That is scientifically proven. It really is though. It like really is though. Probably not going to find like a scientific paper that has put it in those terms, but that is true. Okay. So my point being is if you start to see yourself as an athlete, you wake up on a rest day and you're like, heck yeah, it's a rest day. I don't have to hit 10,000 steps. I don't have to earn my food today. Today is a rest day. Today, my muscles are repairing. 
Today, my glycogen stores are repleting. Today, my body is healing and my nervous system is resting. And all of the things that my body needs to be in balance are happening today because I'm an athlete. The days I put stress on my body require for me to have days where there is rest. When you are having a day where you are eating food and that little thought creeps into your head of, you can't eat that, it's high in calories. You can't eat that, it has too many grams of X, Y, Z, fat, carb, protein, whatever, whatever your crazy fear food is. You can say to yourself, actually, I trust my body and my body is an athlete's body and I need fuel to perform. You can talk back to yourself when you say, you know what? I'm going to just watch another episode of Bridgerton. You can say, you know what, Serena? No, you don't. You're not watching that right now. You need to get some sleep. Sleep is when healing and recovering happens. You can make time in your schedule for Bridgerton and other activities that help you rest and relax at other times during your day. It does not have to happen now. You just start to shift your focus from one where you're go, 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 go into a focus of how can I take care of this vessel that is doing so much for me, the vessel being your body, right? Like this vessel that pushes the limit, that pounds the pavement, that um, what are some other like ways to say exercise things like lifts the iron? I don't know. But the, the body that does so much for you, it needs fuel. It needs sleep. It needs rest. It needs recovery. It needs a smart training plan where you're having easy workouts that you take easy and hard workouts that you take hard. It's important to give your body balance. It's essential. And when you embrace that you are an athlete and you are worthy of taking those rest days, you are worthy of eating that fuel, you are worthy of taking easy days easy, you are worthy of seeing yourself as somebody who requires rest and downtime and time to herself. I'm not saying this is easy. I'm not saying you just need to simply go tell your kids, hey, mom's an athlete. I'm going to go take a long bath. Like, no, you need to figure it out for your schedule. But I have worked with hundreds of athletes. I have worked with moms, busy moms, new moms. I have worked with single people going through grad school while working. I have worked with every type of busy human being out there. Because let's be honest, runners are ambitious people. Like, we're all doing some crazy thousand, like juggling thousands of things. And yet, when you understand that finding time for yourself is essential to being healthy, to being a healthy athlete, to being a healthy human, we can figure it out. And again, I'm not dismissing that sometimes it's harder for people, depending on your stage of your season of life, but it's necessary. And embracing that you're an athlete, accepting that identity, claiming it, I'm an athlete, so I need to eat. I'm an athlete, so I need to sleep. It just makes it feel so much easier to take the rest, to take the easy day, to take the food. It just feels so much better, like energetically aligned when I am claiming that I'm an athlete, and so I need this. Now, I just want to throw this in here. It is off season for, for me right now. I'm actually recording this in December. And so I ran a half marathon. I think it was like two, 
three weeks ago at this point. Ran a half marathon three weeks ago. I had trained for it, and now I am in off season. I am doing. I mean, I don't think I've run a single mile this week. I've just been really spinning on my Peloton bike. Um, my point being is that I'm still an athlete. Like taking off season is part of what I do in my life cycle as an athlete. And I still am, you know, today um, Peloton had slated me for a 20-minute easy Peloton ride and I'm still eating like an athlete today. I didn't add extra miles to my day like I would have in the past. Like I'm just taking the easy day. Today's an easy day. It's an easy day. And athletes need easy days. Athletes need off seasons. Athletes need time to rest and recover between chasing big goals. And whether your goal is just like, I want to run a bunch of miles right now because it makes me happy, or your goal is I'm trying to PR in a race, it doesn't matter. It's okay to take off seasons. It's okay to take rest days. It's okay to eat the food, and it is okay to prioritize time for yourself. So I want you to claim it. I want you to practice saying it. I would love for you to like tag me on Instagram and at Serena Marie RD and let me know, Serena, I am an athlete. I hear you. I'm going to start letting everyone know. And the people who don't like it, guess what? They probably weren't going to be a good friend to me anyway. <laughs> Let's just like toss aside all the friendships that don't accept our position as athletes. Let's just do this together. Um, but in all honesty, I really, I know it's easier said than done, but I really want you to start claiming it. I really want you to start reframing rest days and fuel and sleep and time for yourself, not as selfish or guilty activities, but as a way to really take care of yourself, nurture yourself so you can fill up your cup and become the best version of yourself, the best athletic version of yourself, but also the best version of yourself, period. The best mom, the best daughter, the best sister, the best wife, whatever it may be. You are better when you take care of yourself. You are your best version when you take care of yourself. And you don't need my permission slip or anyone's permission slip to claim that. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Dear RunnerBot. If you enjoyed what you heard, remember to subscribe and make sure you share today's episode. Also, if you're looking to download a free three-step guide to love your runner's bod, then head to serenamarierd.com. Can't wait to chat with you next week.